Chapter 4. Too many ways to name. It seems that the way God, my daddy, speaks is a subject of much consideration and debate in the Christian world. I think it's really easy. My sheep hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. I had the opportunity to hear a seminar on the subject when the speaker pointed out that a baby did not need to go learn how to distinguish his mother's voice. They just know. They are so used to hearing the rise and falls in volume, pitch, tone, delivery of mum's voice, they can single it out amongst other voices. Why then are we obsessed with methods and steps that teach us to hear God's voice? The Bible tells us that people who have exercised their senses can distinguish between good and evil. If we have been practicing hearing, sensing his voice, we get better, I guess. On the contrary, if you hear what sounds outrageous, like kill yourself, or instructions, ideas and suggestions, compelling you to do the wrong thing, steal, lie, you will know it's not of God, right? Some people take drastic and dangerous actions, claiming a voice asked them to do this. I think they are listening and hearing a stranger's voice. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Hebrews 5.14 NKJV There are so many examples of ways God has spoken to his people, friends and servants, because there were varieties of relationships they had with him. Do I know how God speaks? Yes and no. The former, because I have become more accustomed to how I hear him and how he speaks to me. The latter, because he is such a personal God and relates with us as such. It was difficult to accept that it was God speaking to me for a long time because I would dismiss it. The thoughts would come and I would rationalise them away. So faith and disbelief in God's speaking do not help things. I like that God is so creative in the many ways he chooses to speak to us. His voice has been compared to lightning, thunder. His voice has been likened to thunder as well. And he is said to communicate through a whirlwind in the book of Job. You have heard about people talk about God speaking in the still small voice. Elijah had just called for the prophets of the false god Baal to be killed in a showdown. I hope you can relate to this. Elijah was quite an audacious, colourful and creative prophet, who I think had bouts of desperation like we sometimes do. Do you remember having faced a battle and was so victorious that you almost forgot the source of your victory? I can remember times when I think I got a little overconfident after winning a victory. You will appreciate then that Elijah was being human when he ran away after the king's wife, Jezebel, threatened to kill him. Whilst reading the story, I thought that someone who had been used to make such a national stand for God would be so confident in his power to deliver him, but he ran away. Goodness, he had just prayed for a rain miracle as well, a rare commodity in those days. Instead of Jezebel killing him, he asked God to. Like we sometimes do, I know I have done. 
I think the response he got from God was quite humorous. God even chose to speak in a whisper, not the wind, earthquake or fire displays he performed, but the still, small voice. You may wish to read this story, and can be read at 1 Kings 18, 20 to end. Here's an excerpt from 1 Kings 19, 1 to 12. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore the mountains, and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire the sound of a low whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? Whilst trying to decipher which voice we are hearing, we need to know that thoughts that condemn, humiliate, accuse, diminish us, or make us feel uncomfortable and fearful are not of God. God is so kind, loving and peaceful, so his words and thoughts have that effect. So gentle. And he has an abundantly generous sense of humour, too. The righteous live by faith, remember? Those led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Romans 8.14 It's also a good thing to seek confirmation of what looks like God's voice, through the word or watching to see if other events line up with it. I would like to share some of the ways I have learned about how he speaks to me. His word, the Bible. Make note of a song that you wake up with, or that comes to your mind spontaneously. Sing it out and note the lyrics, or just break out in worship when there's so much confusion around and it seems hard to hear. A sense, a nudge, the still small voice. Ideas and words rising within me that generate excitement. Circumstances and the lining up of events. Dreams, the prophetic gift, visions and angels. Peace, no tightness in the belly or uneasiness. Promptings, journaling, audible voice, very rare for me. Others, this is because we can't box him and he can speak in any way he wants. Once a prophet called for a harp to play music so he could hear God. Sorry about the silence. It's Ariola with Mini 5. How have you been? The last few weeks were so busy. I couldn't do a proper recording. I apologize. So I had to uh, treat you to some of the podcasts or audio recording of some of my books. So we were able to publish an anthology. Eight women were telling their own stories about the lockdown COVID and um, we 
hoping that this is just the beginning of a few series of this book because our lives still continue beyond COVID. And on the business front, it's been a mixture. <laughs> you may know that um, I designed a board game, so I'm passionate about teaching young people, at least anyone under the age of 25 about money skills and for that we have a board game we have math apps then i've just created an online game for children around the age of five and i launched a book for kids around the same age where parents can talk about money but use all our real life scenarios and um, we have an online course teenagermoney.com and more to be added to that in the future so it's been keeping me very busy also it's a time when um, we have to be meeting with people who might want to help the business and invest in it so i've been having to write pitch decks and all that and practice how to present them okay so um thanks for staying with me so far this weekend was an anti-climax or was it a climax to another exciting series of programs for training in uh, ministry for a friend and um, what else is happening we're preparing for Christmas in our home and I've just taken a back seat so what are your plans for Christmas I'm gonna be reminiscing thinking back to the exciting year I've had so far <laughs> not just in business but my personal life family life and in many other areas, I'm so grateful for everything that's been given to me. The learning, the education I've had, the friends I've met, the connections I've made. Um, learning new ways to eat, learning the power of spices, and um, learning afresh that God loves me so deeply and wants me to rest. So what are your plans for Christmas? get in touch with me and let me know i might be looking for people to join me on this podcast as well so if you want to be a guest uh, please get in touch take care and god bless bye ariola with mini five